book in this book. Or one chapter of one book, or one verse. One verse of God's word we have is laid back to this in the ocean of his book. We'll pretend for a minute, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so is God's thoughts, so are God's thoughts higher than our thoughts. Half has never been told about. That's it won't be enough. However, it's like we read, God has given unto us the mind of Christ. If we have revealed to our hearts and minds that Christ is all and in all, then the scripture says that's good spiritual. That's what it means to be spiritual. Remember the anointing? People like to throw that word around today too, no, spiritual. He's a spiritual person. She's a spiritual person. Call the law. If they don't know Christ, if they don't see Christ in everything, they don't have a spirit. First uh, Corinthians 2, verse 7 says, We speak the wisdom without a mystery, even the hidden. I mean, that word is not before the beginning. Verses 8 through 10, God says uh, that He has revealed these things unto us by His Holy Spirit. May it be things of God. See? Verse 15 says, He that is spiritual judges all things. Verse 16 says, uh, We have the mind of Christ. The things that we have received, the things that we judge, all things are the things of Christ, which the Holy Spirit, which Christ said, will take the things of mine. All right, now Revelation 16. All right, now that. Revelation 16. If you're listening carefully, you, you will see why we read that, that passage in 1 Corinthians 1 2. That's certainly. And that's why here. It's very mystery. And it is a mystery. The subject is Armageddon. And this is a word or a name that is well known by everyone in Hollywood now. They are. But this is known by very Now remember, they are spiritual science all things. What things? In the mind of God. All things in the light of God. Let's read verses 13 through 16. Revelation 16. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs. Come out of the mouth of the dragon, which already seen the dragon Satan. Out of the mouth of the beast, the beast being his false religion. Out of the mouth of the false prophet, his his uh, his figurehead, because the figurehead of false religion. Now that three unclean spirit like frogs. Verse fourteen. Those spirits, what these are, he tells us, are spirits of death. Doctors working miracles, showing signs, miracles. And since these things go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the back of that great day of God Almighty. 
Okay. I currently was a fool. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. And so he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. That's the only time we're here. All right, these things, as we've seen, are symbolic. Certainly not talking about three giant problems. We saw in verse 12. Look at verse 12. Now, leaving with these, these couple of verses here. Verse 12, the river, the great river, the Euphrates, was dried up. Remember what that stood for? It's the word of God. The water was dried up the way that the way the kings of the east might be prepared. All right, you look at your map. In the back of the Bible. Don't look. You see, you see that the Euphrates is a river to the east of Israel. And the east of the river Euphrates is Persia and Babylon and all that. Alright? The river Euphrates dried up, kings of the east come. This is scripture. The Euphrates, we've seen, is the word of God dried up and making way for every, the influx of everything known. Now listen, all the prophets, all the prophets in the Old Testament, save one or two, were in captivity. They lived at the time of Babylonian captivity. Understand that? This is important. And the captivity, the reason captivity came is the reason Israel was taken captive. God's word about that. This Jeremiah's laments about all the false prophets. And all the laments about all the false prophets, you know. That's why he's taking captive. And from the book of the last book of the Old Testament, Malachi to Matthew, over a hundred years went by that God had God put speaking. John the Baptist was the last prophet. For 400 years, God didn't speak. The word got dried up. As mentioned in Amos, a famine of the hearing of God's word. It dried up. And so it made way for the beautiful Thursdays that great river come from the garden of God dried up. And so it made way for all manner of stuff on the earth. This is what he's talking about. These problems. Why do they call problems down the road? Unless they represent these slimy creatures. They look like the temple martyr kind of rain. I don't know why they call problems, but uh, anyway, unless they really pounce on people. But you see what that's saying now? It's spiritual. It's spiritual. Certainly not very big giant problems. And the river, the actual river, you try to fix it. Alright? Now, you can go by the way, verse 15, verse 15. Comparing spirits to things. Alright. Now, John, okay. Now, verse 13 says that unclean spirits came and had a map of Satan, religion, and the world. Well, this has been going on since, uh, since Adam. Satan's mouth, the only man to begin with, and it's been coming out of his mouth 
and his false religion and his false prophets from the beginning. This is not really my thing. This is all my thing. Like we saw the virus, it's been going on from the beginning. All these virus. You understand? All right. It says, which these things, these spirits, these lying spirits of devils, Satan's ministers and doctrines of devils, that go forth to the kings of the earth, the whole earth, to gather them together to the battle of that great day of walking down on earth. Alright? Then, verse 15. This is kind of like a parent, uh, a verse in parentheses to God's people. The gospel message about the middle of this. Alright. Alright. When he 
terms for us, whether it's in death or in life, like in the third time. <coughs> we need to hold fast our profession. All right, verse 14 says that uh, the spirits or the, the kings of the earth and the whole world are gathered together to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. That great battle, place of battle, and verse 16 calls it Armageddon. The word Armageddon means hill. It doesn't mean battle. It means hill. It means mountain. Listen carefully. The word Armageddon does not imply a valley. It means a mount of gathering. A mount of gathering. All right? Megiddo, that's where Armageddon is used one time. Megiddo, some valley over there, is south of uh, 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 Galilee. For some hills over there, some Piedmont. But uh, what is this Armageddon? What is it? Where is it? When is it? Got you think? Armageddon. All right, here's some important things to remember. Christ never mentioned a final battle. The Apostle Paul wrote 14 epistles in the New Testament. He never mentioned one time a final battle. Look at John 18. This is a very revealing scripture. You want a revelation? John 18. Our Lord has already told us. He's already told us. John 18. Now, the universe, let me tell you what the universal, I'm talking the universal belief of God gave me. This is a very concise. The universal belief concerning Armageddon is that the great final battle is to be fought in that battle of Mojito over there, the south of Galilee. It's a battle to be fought between the armies of all the world. You know, the great big red barriers coming down the line, and all these armies from, uh, you know, Iraq and Russia, and all of them going to get together in this battle. And what they're fighting over is this battle. Now, this is where they're fighting against Israel. They all, the whole world, come against Israel. That other nation, right? The physical nation of Israel, right? There's going to be one final battle on the to end all battles, and that's when Christ will come, and he's going to fight for Israel. He's going to fight for Israel, and he's going to destroy all the armies, and he's going to sit, and this is what they do, he's going to sit on a throne, in the temple that they're going to rebuild. He's going to sit on the throne in that literal building, temple, in the middle of Jerusalem. He's going to sit on the throne, the literal throne of David, in the middle of that temple in Israel. And there he's going to reign for a thousand years, and then it goes on and on and on. That's the universal belief. I'm telling you the truth. That's what everyone knows. Look at John 18, verse 36. John 18, verse 6. 
Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants die. Over here. See, this is not familiar language. 
I've heard all this before. This is not some new revelation. This is old revelation. Acts chapter 4 said in Revelation 16 said the kings of the earth and the whole world were gathered together. Acts chapter 4, verse 26, the kings of the earth stood up, the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ of truth, against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed. Three frogs. Satan, Herod, and or at least three kings, prince of this world, Herod, and promised by all the way And the whole world, look at the people, the Gentiles and the people of Israel. That's the whole world, like he says in verse 14, Revelation 16. Kings, Herod, Pilate, Satan, and the whole world gathered together to battle him the first day. God Almighty, Salvation and 
Salvation of God's people, judgment for a right? And somebody coming with righteousness as a spirit. Let me check prayer. Uh, uh, Zechariah chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. The burden of the word of the Lord for Israel. For Israel, says the Lord, who stretches forth the heaven. Verse 2. I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling to all the people round about. When they shall be in the siege, both against Judah and against Jerusalem, in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone. Verse 8. In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. He did his seed on among them. At <laughs> that day shall be a David. Now, that is sure mercy to David. The house of David shall be his God. Verse, uh, verse 10 and 11. I will pour upon the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem spirit of grace and supplication, and they shall look upon me. What day? That day they shall look upon me whom they have. Pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and they shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Verse 11 is In that day shall there be a great mourning in Jerusalem as the morning of hated Imram in the valley of Mugidim. <coughs> Verse 13. Verse 
It says the land is well begun. What was the land? Hey, it's already passed. And what the Lord gave me, it's already been taught. Just before Calvary, John 12, 31, Christ said this. Just before Calvary, says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the preach of this world be cast out. Serpent and his seed 
pain and they bruise Christ's heel. He stopped it, but Christ crushed his head. He's a helpless fellow. He can't drive away. He's on a train. He said, what about chapter 20? We'll get to that later. Satan's good season. A thousand years. Boy, pretty much let's love that. That's where all the battle, all the argument, all the follow at chapter 1. And listen to him. He listens to me. I, I put a little time in there. And listen to him. Christ defeated the enemy. Did not? Any enemy as well? He left that in. Remember what I said? Alright. Just as the armies of Israel, the armies of Egypt, listen to this. Here's another tip, uh, a type, and picture. As the armies of Israel and the armies of Egypt were gathered together where? The Red Sea. Remember that? At the Red Sea. Now Israel seemed hopeless. In captivity. Yes, and doom, it seemed. The enemies were chasing them. And at the Red Sea, there came the armies of Egypt. They were him then. And what about them? God parted that through his mediator. He parted that Red Sea. It's not called Red Sea, He parted that Red Sea, and the parting of that Red Sea was the means of salvation for God's people. But right behind them, the Egyptians, their army, were consumed by that Red Sea. All the enemies of Israel died that day. Thank you. 
perfecting our voices and thunders and lightning and great earthquakes such as was not such men were upon the earth so mighty and earthquakes so great. How see that too? It said that when he bowed his head and gave up the ghost, he said the earth did quake. He didn't say there was an earthquake. He said the whole earth shook. The rocks were wet. The veil was wet. Well, I'm looking at the sound of that gun. Sometimes he's ready to go up there and work it to He tried to miss. He'd be able to see that he said that earth, the whole earth should set the sun back in. At noon, the sun went black. We already read that. He said the graves open. He said there's never a day like this here. The graves open, dead people walk in town. What a day. Only one day gets that shook in the That's the last five. The last five is, that means the last thing God has done. He said, the last, no sign that he gives. He don't see on him yet. He don't show us. He don't see on him as a message. But there's a sign with it. He don't see 666. But there's a sign with it. No sign. No sign to give us. They've already got 666 in my life. No signs to give us.
sacred prophets speak of Christ, the Mount of Gathering, Paul does speak about that. You want to know how many things he wants? He does speak about that. All right, let me tell you about the Gathering. Paul does mention the Gathering. Some speak of it. A Gathering of all things in one. He's one. Verse 9, he says, He's made known on us the mystery of His will. For he did the faith which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one, all things, in Christ, but for which he had heaven, which on earth, even in him. Gather in him. So, understand all these things with a mind for Christ. What do you think? With a mind for, for Christ. The battles and all battles are fought by Jesus Christ. He vanquished all our hearts. He did. He sure did. He led captivity captive. Now there's some small services going on, but it's kind of like the civil war. When uh, Lee and Grant signed that treaty over at Cove, uh, I didn't know what it was came from that. When they signed that thing, you know. Now on the way home, some soldiers got killed. battle to be. 
you said we have the mind of Christ. And we're thankful. <clears throat> the world may not be. The world may trod underfoot the blood of the covenant. And oh Lord, we make mention. We, we, we say this is that, that, that great day when which Christ was exalted, which he was lifted up and drew all men unto himself. Our enemies for us and defeated them. Yes, we defeated them. And we look back to Calvary. Yes, we do. And yet we look forward to your coming. And you'll make all things known. We'll, get, we'll know even as we have been known. And what we'll go on to know, we'll go on from glory to glory, and grace to more grace. And we'll grow in grace and knowledge of Christ. And this is what we long to know. So while the world is chasing, looking after other things, but telling and hearing of some new thing, oh Lord, let us be taken up with the old, old soul. Christ is granted to the glory and our Mm-hmm. <clears throat>